0: Okay. Um, I am recording myself uh, doing this session, and I will share the audio recording of this, just in case um, somebody else who wasn't here wants to hear this. But I was talking to Angela, who's in the back, and she was talking about a homeschool co-op. I would love to, to share this with more groups. So if you have... And I can't do things for free, like, all week long. (laughs) But I would love to do more of these kind of things. I'm going to do one of these a month um, through the May. And, um, you know, that's why I passed out my card. You know, contact me. uh, Because, you know, I just... I wish there were more places where we could go and learn this kind of thing. When I have been to larger cities that have Apple stores like Chicago, San Francisco, they have like a a cool little stage area and they're teaching stuff all the time. And I go to ours, I'm like, you know, they're over in a little corner. I'm like, come on, teach me some cool stuff. So anyway, um, hopefully today is going to be beneficial and and visit with me if you know another group or or we can repeat this session too um, because I'd love, I think this is a great, It's a great way to use our libraries, right? Let's use our libraries to learn how to create books and share them. So let's talk about Book Creator. We're going to go ahead and open up the app, Book Creator. Um, Kurt was asking during the break, too, can I take pictures from somewhere else and put them in here? And yes, you absolutely can. Um, What we probably will need to do first is take some pictures. Uh, Does anybody not have pictures on their iPad? Kurt, we do have some on yours. Does anybody... Okay. so what we might do is we'll just go ahead and get out the camera app and we'll take some pictures Um, because the process of what we're going to do is we are going to uh, have pictures, bring them in, put some text in and then record our voice and put that in. Let me show you an example that we just shared within our family. Now we don't copyright was a, was another question that came up during the break. Is copyright an issue? Yeah, of course it is. Um, and I do not have the right to go redistribute one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, you know, on the internet and give it away, or certainly sell it. But what I can do, and I did do with my cousin who's in kindergarten, my uh, sister's oldest child over Thanksgiving, was. Uh, we, he has seen these ebooks and he wanted to do one. Now, I would have looked at how long One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish actually is before agreeing to do this one, because this took longer than any of us expected, and Rachel actually helped a little bit. But this is what the book looks like Oops. inside uh, Book Creator.
1: One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish.
0: And so, we can play the book here. One fish,
1: two fish. red fish, blue fish.
0: Okay, it sounds pretty easy so far. Just wait. <laughs> Black fish, blue
1: fish. Old fish,
0: new
1: fish. This one has a little star. This one has a little car. Say, what a lot of fish there are.
0: So, Rachel jumped in and was helping because, boy, that, this would have... We might have just gotten two or three pages done, you know, without some encouragement. But this is um, this is obviously a copyrighted book, but we have only shared this in our family. This is on my iPad. My sister has it. My mom has it. Cool. Copyright is an issue. Do you have the right to take a picture of anything you want and do whatever you want with it? No, you don't. Um, When kids create things, when they create some art, when they write a story, we need permission from their parent and from them. And that's what we do in the school context. And we would do in any context. It's like talking to my sister. Hey, is it OK if we, we make this and, you know, we'll share this? Um, so copyright is an issue. We have the power certainly to break copyright with a lot. I mean, with a laptop, with an iPad. So um, those are good conversations to have. And. In the context of school, a lot of times we'll talk about it being a transformative work. Am I making something transformative? This isn't a transformative work in this case. We're just reading this book. Um, and so we've limited the access that people have to it so, whoever, so uh, the Dr. Seuss publisher doesn't, you know, get upset at us. <clears throat> but if Gage and Rachel wanted to write their own remix, their own version, and it's, uh, you know, Red Snake, Blue Snake, whatever... One snake, two snake. I mean, you know, that's that's it. we've we've had kids. Um, what's the um, gingerbread baby? Who's the author of the gingerbread baby? Yeah, Woo! So, you know, we had kids in one of the second grade classes last year at UConn. Everybody wrote their own gingerbread baby story. And one kid wrote the gingerbread alien and, you know, all of those things. And yes, can we publish those. Of course, you know, in the kids artwork. So here's what we want to do. The home page of book creator at the bottom, has some choices, and the one that we want to click is the plus that's at at the bottom in order to create a new book. And so when you click that plus, it's going to say, do you want a new book or a duplicate? And we're going to do a new book. There are different formats and sizes for the books, and I usually have done landscape. You can choose whatever one you want. Most of the books that I've shown you, with the exception of the Snowflake book, um, have been landscape books The My Botak House, Our Botak House Was um, Is This My Dog Was So this is the one I'm going to choose um, And you can't change this after you get started So if you decide, oh, I don't want it that small I want the bigger one You'll have to create a new book um, A lot of the other things you can change once you get started But once you make this selection it's going to It's going to stick with that for this book And you need to do another one The first page that opens up is the cover page And if you click the Pages button that's up here in the upper left corner, you'll see that by default, automatically, Book Creator makes a cover page and then pages two and three. However, we can click the plus and make an infinite number of additional pages here. Let me say this. Book Creator is wonderful for making enhanced books like I've been showing you, but I'm not going to I'm not using it to make my new book that I'm trying to finish by the end of February. Okay, my it's called Mapping Media to Common Core. I'm writing that on my laptop. Okay. Uh, Brad had a good question before we started. Isn't the iPad all you need? You know, could I get by with that at home? Well, it depends. Writing a book, I'm not gonna be writing my whole you know, have you all typed on the iPad for very long? You know, you can do it, okay? But I really like the yeah, you, you there's there's limits. There, there's limitations to it. So, anyway, um, this isn't the only app for making ebooks and this won't necessarily be a good fit for every ebook purpose. But in the case of wanting to sit down with a child, with a student, or yourself, right? Do you have your the voice of one of your grandparents on cassette tape, on reel to reel, on any kind of medium? I see a couple nods. I have a little bit of my grandmother on a cassette tape that my mom has somewhere. But, you know, what's the value of that to our family? So don't just think about kids. Think about yourself. Uh, Kurt asked about a trip, you know. Take a trip. Record a little, you know, narrative about the trip and your experiences, and other people can chime in. And then save that, you know. Who knows who's going to say, I'm so glad great-great-granddaddy Kurt, you know, told us about his trip to Dallas because... Now we don't just get to see his pictures, we get to hear his voice. No, we wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. Okay, so we're on the cover, and up here in the corner are the buttons that let us put stuff in. This is the picture button that's supposed to, I think, look like the sun over some mountains. Uh, This is the... Uh, text tool. This is the audio or music. And then the I is for information. This is for sharing. So we're just going to go across the row and start at the beginning here with the, uh, the, the picture one. However, not everybody has um, pictures on their iPad. So let's do a quick little mini lesson on the camera for our iPad. All right. Your iPad has two buttons. It has a home button, which is the only button on the top as as it's laying flat. OK, when you push the home button, it returns out of the app that you're in to one of your screens. Okay, that's the home button. The other button that you have is the power button, which is on the top. um, And that's what you use to, to turn it on. And you can hold it down and you'll get a slider that says power off. If you hold the power button down you're going to get a message that says slide to power off, and that's how you turn off your iPad. So you want to press your home button, and you you want to find the camera app. That may be on your home screen. In this case, I've got a folder that I made for photography apps, and all these are apps for taking pictures and editing pictures and sharing pictures. And we're just going to use the app that comes with the iPad that's a camera. Now, when you open this, depending on your case, you may need to open up your case, okay? Because my case covers my camera um, that's on the back, and you also may want to look at whether that's on the top or the bottom, um, because I find it easier to have that on top. At the bottom of my screen, when my camera app is open, in the and I'll try to use my laser here, right here. There's a, there's a button that switches between the front-facing camera and the rear-facing camera. So I'm going <coughs> to push that, and now I'm on the front-facing camera. Um, by the way, is it usually more complimentary to take a picture from above or from below? Above, In fact, I heard on NPR the other day that said plastic surgery is on a dramatic increase because of front facing cameras on smartphones and people that have seen themselves, you know, in a new perspective because they've been taking pictures of themselves like this. So you don't have to take a picture of yourself. If, uh, if you'd like to take a picture of our, our room here, um, don't take a picture of your neighbor without permission and then publish it on the Web, you know, for the world. But um, what I want you to do is you're going to be pushing this button here on the side to take a picture. And have you seen people do this? Why, if I'm going to shoot video, is it not a great idea to shoot video in this mode? You see people like at sports events and stuff? It's because when you play it back, it letterboxes. It's going to have the black on either side. So I would encourage you to take most of your pictures in landscape mode um, because it's going to fill your screen. And so that button is the switches between your cameras, your iPad and your iPhone. If you have one or or your touch has better resolution with the rear facing camera than the front. The front facing camera has fewer pixels. So the actual picture quality, especially if you zoom in, it's better if you if you shoot with the, the rear facing rather than the forward facing. The other thing to notice is you've got a choice of doing video here in the corner. And for what we're going to do, we're not going to—I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will experiment with a video. I'll shoot a quick video here and say, "Hi, this is a quick demonstration video that we're going to put into our ebook." And I probably should be doing this and not this. <laughs> okay. So, take several pictures in the corner of your camera app is a button where you can go to your photo roll and see the pictures that you've taken. So, you can flick through your pictures. You can also click on um, the photo roll itself and go back to your albums. We just shot a video at Lakeview Elementary on... Wednesday after school for a new story chasers club that the kids are doing. It's a journalism club. Those are all video clips because they have the little icon there in the corner. Um, OK, I basically want you to get some pictures on your iPad. The other thing I guess that I might mention is if you're going to take pictures of pictures, you uh, You want to try and find a place where you're not going to have a lot of glare Um, because, yeah, it can be hard. And a lot of times natural light is good. So if you've got windows with natural light rather than fluorescence, you know, coming down, that can be better. Um, Also, why is it a good idea if you're working with kids to have two people doing the pictures? Why do you think? Why would two why would four hands be better than two on this? Don't drop the iPad. The first time we had kids take iPads outside at our after school program in Yukon, they didn't have a case and they took them on the blacktop. And what do you think happened? Somebody dropped an iPad Ah, Two hundred dollar error there. So number one, if you're working with kids, have a case that's protected, especially when they're going to be taking it outside. But number two, encourage one child to just hold the iPad. That's their job. You are the holder, not the button pusher, okay? And then somebody else can come and fiddle with the buttons, and that might help avoid a draw. Okay, so now that we've got some pictures, let's go ahead and go back to Book Creator. One of the nice tricks about the iPad is that you can double-tap your Home button and that will show you all the apps running on your iPad. Again, to do that, I double tap, so two times fast on the home button, and that shows all the apps running at the bottom. This is like on a Windows computer, when you have a taskbar at the bottom, and you have Microsoft you know, Word open and Internet Explorer, you click between them at the bottom. You switch between the programs. The same kind of thing here with the iPad. And so since we opened, if you open book creator before, that's a way to get back to book creator. Um, Let me show you one other thing about getting pictures on. I'm going to I'm going to go to Safari. You don't have to do this if if you don't want to. But I'm going to go to Safari and I'm going to show you how we can copy a picture. So here is our playing with media meetup site. Uh, Where you can, you know, RSVP and you can see um, They only schedule these rooms three months out in advance So we have a, next one's February 8th And then we have February 15th February 15th we'll be doing iPads again Um, Next month we're going to use a program called Scratch um, And it's a bring your own laptop session um, For how to create games, simulations, stories Kids can record their voices in Scratch as well Um, And it's free, it's a free program from MIT I want to copy that picture. Now, does anybody know how to take a picture of your iPad screen? Just the whole thing? Like take a screenshot? How do you do that? Both buttons at once. So no matter what you've got open, I want you to push, and watch what happens to my screen when I do this. It's going to flash. See how it flashed? When you push the home button and the power at the same time, it takes a picture. So that's kind of the fastest, easiest way to take a picture of something. And get, because now that's in my photo roll. OK. What's the photo roll in on your iPad somewhere? You've got an app that looks like a sunflower and it says photos. I keep that on my home screen on the front. And that's where all of my pictures are. And so if I go into my camera roll now, I'm going to see this wonderful picture I took of myself. I don't know why that's asking that. Um, Okay, I also have the picture that I just took of my book and the the capture of the screen. So that's a good trick to know. I want to capture my screen. I push what? Home and home. home and home. Home and power. Okay? The only buttons you can. There's only two. You push them both at once, and you've got a screen capture. All right? The other way that you can capture a picture, how would we do this on um, a regular computer? If we were, or did I just lose my screen? If we were just on the laptop, and we went to the Internet. How would how would I save that picture? What would I do? Right. Somebody said right click. OK, if you have a two button mouse, you put your mouse over the picture, you right click and it says save picture. We don't have a mouse. In fact, we are people of the mouse. You know, we're, we're probably the folks that are going ah, eh, that touch stuff. I, I like the mouse. OK, what do kids today say who have an opportunity to use a touch interface? I, I don't really like the mouse so much. OK, this makes more sense. So we can't right-click. What we can do is press and hold. So I'm going to press and hold on this picture, and what happens? I get a pop-up menu. So it's like a right-click. So if you have pictures that you put... uh, Where do you all share pictures? Do you all put them on... um, Do you use Walgreens? Have you used uh, Shutterfly? Have you used Walmart? Where where, where have you all all the above? So if somebody sends you pictures... And they're online. You can save them directly to your iPad by holding your finger down on the picture and then from the resulting pop up menu choosing what? Save image. Okay? Apple has added a copy so you can copy and paste now. But I'd recommend saving it, then it's in your photo roll, and then you can put that image in. Where you, where you want it to go. Okay. So those are a couple a of couple, ways to get pictures in. Hopefully now everyone has got some pictures on your iPad. And so what I'd like you to do now is open up Book Creator. You can do that by finding the Book Creator app or by searching for it, typing book, and it should show up as one of the top apps that has the word book in it. Or you can double tap your home button to show the apps that are running, and Book Creator should be there. You can, if it's too many things have been running, a lot of times you can see who's been using my iPad based on what apps are running. Actually, I don't have a lot of kid games, so I've quit those since then. But you're going to open up Book Creator. (coughs) What we want to do now is bring in a picture. So if you'll click the image button that is up at the top, it looks like a sun on top of some mountains. It will prompt you to select where you want to bring that picture in from. And one of the things that I'll, I'll mention and, I'll, and I may show too is you can create albums on your photo album. You can create albums inside your album. Why is that helpful? Well, it's just e- like I have 255 pictures in my camera roll. If I've got kids who are going to make an ebook, it might be easier to make a little one that says cooking. Those are the six pictures that they want. Okay. But for this example, select any one that you want. Just go to the camera roll. And ins- don't click on a movie, though, if you've got any of those. Go ahead and just click on a picture. And when you tap it, it should bring it into, onto your page. The corners are called handles. And if you touch and hold down your finger on one of those handles, you can shrink and enlarge that picture. You can also tap in the middle and move that picture wherever you want to. You'll notice as you move images around, there are alignment bars that will pop up showing you when you have it in exactly the center. And if you're in exactly the middle, both up and down and left and right, you'll see both alignment bars show up. And so for this example... Uh, it really doesn't matter, you know, what you do, but I would rec- we're going to put some text on here as the cover. So I would, I'm not going to make, um, make this fill the whole screen. I'm going to uh, make it a little bit smaller, and I'm going to put mine in the middle. But you can, you can put yours wherever you want. You can also bring in multiple pictures on the same slide, and if you use two fingers, you can twist. You can rotate, okay? So I could, if I wanted to, um, bring in a couple pictures. In fact, I want to get—I didn't get our, my ebook picture here, so I'm going to save my ebook picture. So I'm going to bring in two different pictures, and I'm going to kind of turn them on their sides. Okay.
2: Sure.
0: Okay. Then you just go right back up to the top where you have your image button, and just select a second, second or third picture. Can you delete a picture? You can. The question is, can you delete a picture? Um, we might just, and sometimes with the iPad, we'll kind of just navigate to try to find out. I think it would make sense to double tap this and get a menu, but that's not how Book Creator works. You have to tap on the picture. This might be a good activity, so even if you just have one, you can delete it and put it in again. Select one of your pictures, and then click the I button, which is for information up at the top. It allows you to move that back and front. So, in other words, if I don't want ebook to be on top, I want my picture, then I can choose to move it to the back. And now it's in the back, and the other one's on front. But I can also push delete, and that's how I delete it. So go ahead and try that. Delete a picture and then put it back in. And the, the one other thing that's not very intuitive is with some apps, you can, you can pinch both making your fingers wider or closer to zoom. And you, can't, you have to use the handle with Book Creator when you want to zoom the size of this. Okay, so hopefully you have put a couple pictures um, into, your, into your book. What, somebody tell me this. Why is that looking so jaggedy and not very good? Low resolution. Low resolution. The size of this original image on this page was little bitty. So guess what? When I zoom in and pinch it, it starts to show the pixels and, and so that's something to think about, too, as far as the size. So generally, you don't want to save the thumbnail. Like if you're going to Walmart or Walgreens or whatever website, and they've got little thumbnails. You don't want to save those. You want to click on the small one and save the big version. And that way you're not going to start to see pixels when you make it bigger. OK, so let's go ahead and put some text on here. And right next to our image button, we've got the text tool. So we're going to go ahead and tap on that. And uh, you can type, it, make this my first book. You can, I'll call this um, our ebook meetup. And so, once you type whatever text that you want, you'll click done, and then we're going to have some choices about making it larger and changing the color and stuff. This is called a text box. You can move the text box around the screen wherever you would like it. And does anybody have a prediction about how we might make our text larger or change the color based upon how we deleted a picture? What do we do to delete a picture? We clicked it once and then we touched the eye. The eye button is the information button. And so once you select an object and then click I, that gives you more choices. And for a text box, it's it's like a word processing menu because you can select font, color, alignment, size, all of those things. So I would encourage you to um, make your text a little larger for your title. What's going on now with my, my text box, though, as I make it bigger? My words are getting squashed. So you may need to tap away from that menu. So instead of tapping on the menu, tap away from it out here in the book. And you can stretch your text box by using the handles in the same way that we stretched our image to make it bigger. You can stretch your text box, if you want, to make it bigger or smaller. And I'd like for you to change the font size. You can change the color. Usually, I'll encourage students to, well, anybody, to use contrasting colors. So this is a light background. Therefore, we want a dark text color. You know, yellow may sound great, but guess what? It's not horrible, but it's going to be more readable if we have a, a darker color. You don't have to just go with these colors either. There's an option to choose custom. And yes, it gives you probably a hundred thousand, I don't know, thousands of options. How many is, colors are these? You can just choose the, the red or the purple or the pink or whatever that you want. And you can apply that. But it gives you some kind of default options. And after you choose that, there's a button at the top that says back. This is called a breadcrumb because we've kind of come into this menu. We can follow the breadcrumbs just like Hansel and Gretel follow the bread in that who followed breadcrumbs. Is that the right fairy tale? Followed those out of the forest or whatever. Um, those are breadcrumbs. And sometimes Web pages will have those, too. As you drill in to somewhere, you see the breadcrumbs to, to get out. Um, I like to usually align my title to the center So I I choose the center one and you also, if you want to, could change the background. So I could make make the background of just that text box, but I I usually don't do that for text boxes, but it's all up to you. You can also have your text on top of an image. You could have an image fill the entire screen. In fact, that what do you like to do in the winter book? That's what they did. They had their picture filling the whole screen. But then they made sure they had contrast between the text and the background. If you don't have contrast between the color and the background, that can be a good reason to use background for your text box. Because see, yellow on black is going sh- to show up really well. So it just really depends on what you want to do. Um, but it's probably good to think about contrast. And everything we do as we create our book is hopefully going to communicate well we're going to be helping people understand better what we what we're trying to do now i have not updated this version um, of the of, of book creator but last week they came out with a new version or maybe it was january 12th was that last week where you can now put hyperlinks in and that's that's exciting why because we can connect to more information. You'd like more information about how to build a snowman, you know, click here for instructions. Or you'd like to visit our school website or our homeschool co-op or the photo album, you know. So that, that's a very exciting addition. Of course, that also presents challenges, too, right? <clears throat> Quick story. We lived in Lubbock, Texas. I lived there for 13 years uh, before moving to Oklahoma seven years ago. And the... Um, We were the first elementary school at Wheelock Elementary in 1997 to have a website. I was the first teacher in my building to have the Internet because I had a grant that put a phone in my room. Imagine how crazy that was to have a phone in your room in 1997. The first high school that was on the Internet was Lubbock High, and the teacher in charge of their school website was letting students directly put pages on their site. Can you guess where this is going? One of the students linked to something. We don't know what it was. But there was an uproar, and teachers for the next three years were prohibited from doing anything directly on the Internet because one child at Lubbock High had linked to something that somebody objected to. Okay, Hyperlinks may seem like a small thing, but guess what? You have responsibility. You hyperlink. So there's a lot of really good conversations to have with students because I know we have a lot of teachers here thinking about that. But... Does anybody like to learn with hyperlinks? Have you followed, you know, whether it's a Wikipedia article or a blog post or something? Does anyone use Pinterest here? You know, Pinterest is all hyperlinks, right? Visual hyperlinks. Those are really powerful. So it's a good thing that they've added that. And it was just this month that they did as a feature. Okay. so we've got our first page. This is our cover page. Now, let's go to the next page. We could put audio on this if we want, but we'll go ahead and go to our next page and um, put in another image. So do the same process as before. Select a picture. It can be any picture that you want. And by the way, if you make a mistake or you don't like what you've done, notice there is an undo button up here at the top. And so it will undo the last thing. So like in that case, I accidentally moved the picture away and just click undo and it's going to go back to where it was. So for practice sake, yes, Angela. OK.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Yes. One of the other features, and I'm going to sound like I'm a salesman for Book Creator. Remember, I'm in no way affiliated with the creators of this app. But. They actually know that I love this and I use this a lot. And they tweeted me to let me know about the update. They support hyperlinks and you can open up other projects. So what that means is the teacher can go ahead and set up the pages. Okay, we're going to do um, a project about poisonous um, Lavenous Flytrap or whatever. And so you could go ahead and set them up and have titles or have instructions on there that the students would delete. The other thing you can do is combine projects. You could have your students work in groups and they could create on several iPads and then you could combine their books into one and then your class book could be made that way. Most of the time when I've been working with teachers now, there's been one iPad and so it's been a center activity or it's been something that's been rotating around. Um, OU just gave iPads to all of the kids in their undergraduate program, 250 in their faculty. Um, I, I don't. I know of schools in Oklahoma that have iPad carts. Does anybody know of a school where everyone has um, iPads? Well, I know of the carts. Yeah. Uh, the tech teacher bought the
2: iPads, 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 iPads for everybody and then them
0: Right. Yeah. There's a, quite a few carts around. Um, we have a, a handful between 20 and 30 schools with laptops for everybody, but I, I don't know of an iPad initiative in our state. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so inner,
0: I just yes, so you may, do you see it? I haven't, because I haven't done that yet.
2: Okay, you're two so for
0: one. Right. Well, we may want to experiment. I don't think I updated this one. Um, so... Because I, I haven't done a hyperlink before. I would guess it's under the information the, the menu. Just
2: on the it's
0: just on pictures? And is it when you do, when you click I? Does it give
2: <laughs> so So the moves right around the picture name to the I.
0: Tell me your name again. Okay, so we're going to do a cool thing. Dustin, I'm going to let you show us your screen. So what I'm going to do, and this is how you do AirPlay. I'm going to double tap my screen, and instead of selecting an app, I'm going to flick over to the right, and this button is the AirPlay button. And so I'm going to go back to my iPad, and now Dustin is showing us his screen. So now if you click Home, uh, that will that'll go down. So press your Home button once. Look at that! A hyperlink. So how, how'd you do that?
2: Okay, so on Book Creator, I just highlighted this. Just click on the picture. Okay. That's it. And on this version, you see the I.
0: There it is. Hyperlink. So why do you think it would be a good idea to always copy your link rather than try and just type it in? It's so easy to make a mistake. It's like it's more like a phone number than an address. Right. One digit wrong. The link doesn't work. So it'd probably be best to copy it. And I would and I would also guess you might want to do HTTP colon slash slash. It probably is the whole thing. That's really exciting. Okay. Thank you, Dustin. So if you'll uh, turn, yeah, go back to your iPad, then I'll go back to mirroring. If you can't get it to do anything, go ahead and press your home button. And so you just get out of it and then go ahead and open it up again and see if you can go now. Yeah, now it's come back alive. Do you can't move this one at all. I can't do anything. It just—you
2: can the first page, but not the second page. Huh? I know. Where we're going. Huh. We'll just start over. Mm-hmm. Just to try to move those.
0: OK, what did you do? well, I, I moved it. So the question was, um, one of the iPads had kind of frozen up and. So we kind of fiddle with it a little bit. Um, one of the things that you can do if you click on pages is you can reorder the pages. You can click on pages and edit and you can change the order. Um, I don't know why changing the page order. Helped, but what I was going to try there was just closing it, opening it again, and if all else fails, does anybody know how to close an app? How you actually quit an app from running?
2: No. Double click home.
0: Double click home, and hold down on the app, and then they start to jiggle around with the you know red circle, and very good. <laughs> okay. So on this one, I'd like us to go ahead and record some audio. And the way that we're going to do that is we're going to tap on the musical note. We can import music. And of course, this brings up copyright as well. Um, I have not been importing music, you know, typically, but that would be uh, one way if um, let's say you had students. Well, I'm using a voice recorder. You know, you could have students use a voice recorder, record their different pieces, save it to iTunes and bring it in. I think that's too complicated. I would just have them record it right here. But you can access your iTunes library. And if there are pieces, well, and that might be like if you've uh, interviewed a relative. Okay, you might have a longer audio recording. You could save a part of that, maybe a three minute part or a two minute part. So that's that's how you can get audio into the book that's not recorded live. Of course, we could also press record and hold it up to the iPad. And, you know, sometimes we do that sort of thing. But a better quality recording would come from your iTunes library. All of the ebooks I've created, we've just recorded live. Now, the airplane mirroring is going to temporarily stop while I do my recording, um, but it'll come right back. And that's just I don't know why, but it, it will stop. So um, I'm just going to do a quick recording. This is a recording of Sarah a couple nights ago when, for the Daily Create, we were supposed to show our best air guitar. And I learned that my daughter had really not played an air guitar much, although she's learning to play the real guitar. All right. I hit stop. And at the time I hit record, it was recording live. And it says, do you want to use this recording, yes or no? I'll go ahead and click yes. And then it gives us this familiar icon that we've seen in other e-books. Yes, you can click on the corner and resize it, but I was telling the kids this week that would not be an appropriate size for their button. Could they make it that big? Sure. But we don't want to dominate the screen with it. Similarly, you know, we don't want to make it so small that it's hard for people to click on. So you can just leave it the same size that it is or, you know, change it a little bit. And now when I tap it, this is a recording of Sarah... A couple of nights ago when, for the Daily Create, we were supposed to show our best air guitar. And I learned that my daughter had really not played an air guitar much, although she's learning to play the real guitar. Okay. So as an aside, I will mention this. There's a very, very fun um, project that the folks at um, Mary Washington have. And every single day... If you just Google the daily create, these are daily assignments to fuel your creativity. Uh, Sometimes it's audio. Sometimes it's text. Today lists 20 uses for a banana. That's the daily create. This is a writing assignment. Um, And you can take a look at people's responses. And it says keep it G rated, by the way. Yesterday was drawing. Draw a picture of one of the first memories you have growing up. And so you can click on these and people mostly in the United States, but some of them are outside the um, are around the world have submitted things so this was these were drawings that they did and um, this was a photography take a picture of your favorite thing in the world to do however simple or complex and I'll go back till we find a video one find your nearest overlooked everyday object fabricate a story about it being a key part of your childhood and upde- upload it to YouTube. So these are all the submissions. Anyway, so that's, that's where that came from. <coughs> Here's what I'd like you to do. I'm going to give you um, about 10 minutes. You'll, you'll have more time, but just 10 minutes of work time. I want you to practice putting in pictures onto your iPad, putting in some audio, and putting in some text. And... Um, well, let me go... Should I go ahead and show you that now? Because you're ready, you're ready to get to the next phase. Okay, I'll sh- I'll go ahead and show you the next step, and, and but I'm still going to give you that work time. Once you're done, you have your your book. It's a masterpiece. Okay, it's all finished. You've got everything like you want it. Okay. When you click on My Books, what did we do to start a new book? What was the button? The plus. Okay. Next to it is the share button. It's a box with an arrow going out. Where do you want to share this? Probably the place to open it would be in iBooks, and that is going to allow you on your iPad to read it, and then people not to mess it up, not to be edited. It's read-only there. If you want to share it with other people, you might want to try... Dropbox. And I don't see Dropbox on here. Yeah, open in Dropbox. Okay. So I have Dropbox and Box.net. Those are two free sort of USB drive in the sky um, storage places. You could open it in Google Drive. All of those will give me a public link that I could email to somebody or I could put on a web page. That's how you could share this out. And then you email it. When somebody clicks it on their iPad, they get to open it up right away. They don't have to go to the store and buy it. They just click the link. Edmodo is a free program that a lot of schools are using for students to be able to turn in assignments and and have a a closed social network. And Edmodo is really good. All all of those are programs that I could send it to. Um, Dropbox is probably the main one that I would recommend. Um, But today, you might just open it in iBooks. Because when you open it in iBooks, I'll do this one to show you. So here, open in iBooks, <clears throat> then it's going to jump over to the iBooks app. Depending on how big the book is, it's going to depend on how long it takes to open. But here it is. I can flick over to the first page. And play my audio.
2: Now, is it still in your book creator or you shared
0: it it's gone no no it's still there it's there until I choose to delete it from book creator and that's share it. I just absolutely and it's going to share copies now something else that I didn't mention is I would recommend clicking the I and putting in the title and the author this is called meta information it's saved with the book and so that way when somebody adds it to Uh, their iBooks, and then they're going to search that. That's how they know what to search for. They won't know this text. That text is kind of like a picture, just sort of painted on the screen. But when you put in the title here or the author, and it also tells you the size, and that's where you can delete it. I guess one other thing I'll mention is the cloud. When we've had sixth grade students at UConn Middle School making e-books With poems and that they've done and then art that they've done, we've used email and we have emailed it to um, Posterous. Posterous is a free website that lets you send content to it with email. And that's how they've turned it in. We're also using My Big Campus, which is kind of like Edmodo. If you've done any kind of distance learning in Oklahoma, you've heard of Desire to Learn. I think OU uses Desire to Learn. OSU does too. Um, UCO uses WebCT, which is now Blackboard. Those are learning management systems that now have apps. So, you know, opening it in another app might be the best way to have kids turn it in. You probably don't want to have, you know, when you teach six English classes and you've got 150 kids, you don't want all the kids emailing you their ebook. But you might want to do that. Because you can email it to a relative or you can email it to your spouse or something like that. So that, that option is under the cloud. Uh, this, uh, this option, the first one I mentioned, is right here underneath the arrow. Okay? So we kind of covered that. Let me give you some time to play and work with that and then we'll answer some questions and raise your hand and I'll be happy to assist you as we kind of work with it. <laughs> You can, but then you'd have to send the new version to that person, and they'd have to delete the old. So that's where having your content on the web can be beneficial, because when people click on it, they see the newest version. Benefit of the ebook is, you don't have to be connected to the internet. You know, if you download my ebook, you get the audio. You know, if I put video in that or whatever, you don't need an internet connection to have all the content in that ebook. The disadvantage is, oh, I forgot to, you know, forgot to put this on page 10. Well, now everybody's got to get the new, you know, the latest version. And I don't typically there are ways to manage iPads at schools and stuff like that. But um, unless you're using some kind of special management thing, you can't go out there and just suck that book off their device and, you know, put your new one on there. They have to delete it and download it again. So I have I've enjoyed usually making web based curriculum for students because I add stuff all the time. And um, anyway, it, but it's good to play with and see. And especially when students don't have Internet connection or, you know, you can just be on a trip or go somewhere in our country. There's lots of places that don't have Internet. So having the whole book with all of the media right there, you got to have the space on your iPad. How big is that book? How much content does it have? You know, my, the electronic version of my book is about 200 megabytes. That takes a while to download. But you don't have to be connected to the internet to use it. Yes. Okay, good question. What devices can read an ebook? Um so Yes. Yes, you can put it from the photo roll and put put the video in. In fact, if you want to experiment with that, you can. So what devices can actually read an, an ebook? Um huh. I just the the enhanced ebook that we're doing here currently can only be read on um, an iOS device on a on an Apple device. If we look at the Wikipedia article for EPUB, <clears throat> EPUB is a specification that um, has been agreed upon by a lot of folks. It's not just Apple that controls EPUB, um, and so there are. An EPUB can be an EPUB that's not enhanced can be read by just about everything except a Kindle. Amazon has their own format. I don't know why this web page is not coming up for me. Oh, I gotta log in again. There we go. Okay. So <clears throat> we have web standards to try and agree on things so that devices will, will play well together. And so the um, EPUB, I think it's the 2.0 specification, um, basically everything will be able to read that except a Kindle. Um, when we make an enhanced ebook like we're doing here, we're being a little bit limiting because only people right now with iOS devices, iPads, iPhones, iPod Touches, can open up that enhanced version. <clears throat> so when I published my book, Playing with Media, um, which by the way this is if you I'll share the um, the code here in, in a minute before we leave about how to get this. You go to playingwithmedia.com if you click ebook, <clears throat> I didn't just publish it in one format. I published it for iPad users that's the enhanced version that has all the video right inside the book. But there's also a Kindle version that works on Kindles that you can buy from Amazon or directly from me. And then there's also a standard EPUB. That standard EPUB is really the most accessible format because it will play on everything except a, a Kindle. And I have a, uh, a help book or a help with eBooks uh, page that you can link to to give people assistance in downloading it to their device. And so there are different programs that you can use, especially for standard EPUBs. So I think it says, "I don't have an e-reader yet. How can I read your eBook?" Well, here are some different options. Um, Amazon has a free, free program, of course you buy their books, called Kindle for Mac or Kindle for PC. That's an actual software program that you run. And I may not have that. I don't think I actually have that on my, on my computer. But you can download that and run that. Um, Adobe has their, their PDF version, but their PDF reader. But Adobe has a program called Adobe Digital Editions. It's free. It's available for Windows and Mac, and it will read any ebook. Some ebooks have restrictions on them. It's called DRM for digital rights management, and that's why when you buy a book for Kindle, guess what? You can just read it on the Kindle store if it's one of their books that that has that. We're creating books. With this app, that don't have restrictions, um, so um, an e, a standard EPUB can be can be read on any of these things. Nook also, in addition to having a Nook reader that you can go buy physically at Barnes and Noble, they have a reading app, so you can read any of their Nook um, eBooks on, on your computer, on your laptop, or your desktop. Um, Microsoft has a program called Microsoft Reader. And they've discontinued that effective August 30th. Well, good. I'll uh, take that off. I didn't know they'd done that. So it's it's a little bit confusing. The, the best format, though, like if you're going to publish, I would recommend that you use a program that makes an EPUB um, because even using Amazon, if you want to publish on Amazon, and their program is called um, Kindle KDP. Kindle Direct Publishing. You can upload you can upload a Word file and it'll convert it. But you can also upload the EPUB and then they'll make that work on the on the Amazon Kindle. Would, the, you,
2: would you say the name of the place where you go to get the
0: ISBN? You bet. Um, in fact, let me go the the link that's got all of our resources on it today is this one: Creating Multimedia eBooks. It's got all of these resources. Um, I've got several different presentations that I've shared. I did a webinar last December and recorded it. That's an hour long. It's on YouTube that you can see. Um, and then I've got links to things like format, so EPUB, Kindle, um, and then I've got a link, I think, to EPUBBud. <clears throat> okay, so publishing options for e- for eBooks. Um, I mentioned Dropbox. That's what I'd recommend in terms of sharing with your family. Why is it going to be more friendly to send somebody a link rather than a file? Anybody, you had anybody Have you had someone send you large pictures? Like they've sent you five megabyte pictures and you got like 20 of them. And oh my gosh, You remember modems? You remember how long it used to take to download stuff like that? It used to take forever. Um, I just uploaded a video um, last week, two weekends ago from our church. It was 2.3 gigabytes. It was an hour long and it was I'm like, how am I doing that? That's crazy. The place to get your uh, five-dollar ISBNs is called ePubBud. ePubBud is marketed as a free place for uh, children's eBooks, and so you can browse children's eBooks. It, it has some tools to convert them. But the, oh no, they went up to nine dollars. Okay, well, it's still better than the other options. So you can, you can, anybody can get an ISBN for nine dollars. Interesting. They used to be five. Um, I think I spent hundred and twenty dollars buying a block of ten when I bought them directly from the ISBN source. Um, when you actually publish a book, you have to have a different ISBN for each format. So I used four of my ISBNs, one for the print version, one for the Kindle, one for the iPad, one for the, the EPUB. That's if you want to sell it. Um, you know, when you're just going to share it, you don't need an ISBN number, but if you want to actually make it available to, to sell. Um, there are a lot of other places where you can publish ebooks and places that will help you do that. I look very closely at Lulu.com and have had some friends that have published with Lulu. Um, they can do an, what's called an on-demand copy as well as the electronic copy that they distribute. I ended up going with uh, a group called Create Space, and the reason is they're Amazon's official partner, and Amazon is definitely the largest ebook vendor right now. And so if we go to Amazon right now and you just do a search for my name. okay, there's my book and it's available in paperback and in Kindle. And I wanted that to be available. And when somebody would write a review, so I have 11 reviews right now. I wanted the reviews of the paper version and the Kindle version to show up right there. And so that's why I went with this publisher, Create Space. And um, they have templates and things that you can download. And you can design your cover or have somebody do that. And there's all kinds of people who would, you know, love for you to pay them to help you along the way. For them to help you along the way of you, of you publishing. Um, and I might do a session on self-publishing. We might have a, a session about that. There's a student at UConn High School... Um, Luke Swanson, who published his first book. He was featured in the uh, Daily Oklahoman uh, Spring Break. Okay? He's a high school senior, and he published his first book. It's a Civil War um, uh, fictional book set in 1865, and um, he's, a, he's a published author. Um, he's the first high school student I've heard about who has done that. Okay. Did anybody try putting a um, oops did anybody try putting a video in there in their book? I lost my I lost my connection here, so I've got to connect to the internet again. <laughs> All right, so I want to answer more questions, but what I would like to do now is um, kind of do a, um, and you don't have to be the one speaking if you don't want to, but to do a little bit of a class ebook about, oh shoot, and I didn't bring my microphone, that's okay, Um, to just do a little bit of recording, and so we're going to put several, several recordings in here. So what I want you to do, I'm going to give you... Uh, about four minutes and i want you to turn to the folks you've been talking with and discuss what something that you've learned that you want to share okay something that we've done today so we'll just create a little bit here within our ebook about things that we've learned about the ebook process okay so um take about four minutes think of something that you've learned that you can share and then i'm going to bring the ipad around and we'll just roll um We'll just take turns. We'll just pass it, actually, and have you record um, a little bit of what you've learned, and we'll do that on a new page, and then I might put in pictures later. So we're gonna we'll, we'll actually create a class ebook together. Okay, you have got a yes? Question.
2: I made my book in the tutorial.
0: Oh, okay. I don't, maybe I don't know, uh, but so you'll want to delete the pages that well.
2: Oh I can delete the tutorial
0: pages, Yes, you'll have to change the cover, but you can go into when you click on pages up here at the top, All right. click edit, and then you can press the minus there and delete the tutorial pages. And then just then just change the cover to be the cover that you want. But you're in iBooks, so go back to book creator. Yeah, it's. Unless you deleted it, did you click the link? It's there. Yeah, go back to Go back to book creator.
2: But it's not in there. Yeah. If you didn't delete it, it's still there cuz click pages. There's nothing in
0: there. <laughs> click pages. Okay. Go back to my books. Okay. Flip over. There it is. Well, you've got you've got all these different books that are Nothing
2: in there. No. Okay, but I have it in no. the tutorial. Don't
0: worry. This e- is the one you made. Click on Pages. No, that's
2: why it's gone oh, yeah. again. It's if you if you've already sent it to eBooks, it
0: goes away. No, it doesn't delete it unless you delete it. Click on My Books.
2: It's got to be there somewhere.
0: Okay, so you've got how many? One, two, three, two four. Two no
2: covers and two. Of the, here's the other tutorial. Well, let's try that, that one. Because when we saved it to iBooks, it comes up as that cover. Say nothing.
0: Okay, so this is one that you don't need. This is a this is a mistake. That. So click my books. Okay. Okay, and click the I uh-huh. and then click delete book. Uh-huh. Have you clicked that no, before? No. Okay, so it's, it's, still, here. it's still here. It's still here. So click okay. So okay. You know
2: that's mine. All right,
0: now let's click on this one. Wait, wait, are you and you're sure that one was not it? Okay, now go back over here. And this one isn't it because it's not the tutorial, right? The, it, I don't know what that is. Okay, click on... Oh, it's that one again. It's this one. Click on Pages. Oh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I would just leave, leave that one there. So, so go back it? to my books. No? Double click and let's go back to go back to um, iBooks and let's look at what... Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at my
2: books. It's in here. There it is.
0: Oh, nice. So there's the tutorial. There you can see
2: it's behind her tutorial.
0: Well, because she, she added it on. So table. you must have you must have deleted that one or deleted I,
2: I didn't delete anything, though. Okay. Hmm. I think
0: it's possible now to open this and then re-edit it. Um, do you have Dropbox on there?
2: I have. It's on here. But it has, you have, to, you have to log in. Do you have a Dropbox? Um, go ahead no, and tap, I don't remember what tap I on this. Let's
0: see if, if we can get this off. Tap on it. and Or... Um, yeah, just click in the middle and let's go back to the library. Can you email? I don't know if, I don't know how we're gonna Get it back. E- email it. So
2: But it's not i fi- I'm almost not finished. It must be this one. For
0: some reason I no, have word on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why don't you go ahead and just go back and, and recreate oh, like what you did?
2: Oh, I'd love to for the third time. I've already done this <laughs>
0: We need to figure out how you're deleting it then, because okay. somehow you're deleting it out of iBooks. Okay. Okay, because when you just send it to I, iBooks, it, it doesn't delete. Uh-huh.
2: Creator, right? Right. It's uh-huh. right?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't delete unless you click on that I and click Delete. And I'm trying I'm to
2: it. I wanted to see. Okay.
0: So just to double tap and go back to Book Creator. Code to get your book. Uh-huh. Okay. You give it to yourself. No, uh, it's uh, meetup OPC. That's
2: all we have to put where do we put that
0: at? <laughs> so um, go ahead and go to go to uh, Safari. No. Okay, so, okay. All right, so
2: go to Safari. And the reason okay. I'm trying to get it now is our subs are only there until
0: 11.30. we okay. so we
2: have to head back. Okay. I'll take this loud group out of here That's your all right. No. I'm you It saying. was making me do the thing again.
0: That's okay. Yeah, and we got to do that to so be online. So click reload, and let's see if it'll...
2: Okay, we got to go back.
0: No, no, yeah, yeah. We... It's going to make us do the... quick yeah, red- click Okay, so click that. All right. In the search box, type playing with media. <laughs>
2: I had it open earlier, and then I. All right, let's we'll click it. Save the least employees. So click there. You're gonna click.
0: Okay, uh, uh, now because of time, and th- this code will work for more than one. This is 200 megabytes. Let's just get those standard ones right now. i okay, okay. click add to cart.
2: <laughs> click it again. Get it? the good thing is they've all made a book and when we go back they're supposed to share it at the faculty meeting and the right. show the grade we'll have make it, it so yeah. good I like the fact that they all have one to share it now okay what was it meet up meet up okay <laughs> and I it to
0: update cart so now it's zeroed out so uh, check out Awesome.
2: Thank you for that. I'd already looked okay. it up on Amazon, but
0: okay. And now just go ahead and put that in, and then it's going to give you a link to click, and then that'll download to your device. Here's the
3: Okay, so just, if you want to change the order of pictures, and I haven't changed it. Click edit,
0: edit. And now touch these. You can't change the cover, but you can change all the other okay. covers. Just like you're going to click here. And drag it. I wouldn't have any. To okay, okay. Just kind play hold with that. it a little bit. Okay. yeah, touch it and
3: it'll get in a little thing to see.
0: Okay. There we go. Our our teachers from Mustang are having to go, so let me flash this up really quick. I, there's so, yeah, um, the code, and we'll we'll still continue for those of you who can stay. Is Meetup OKC, and I've made that good through tomorrow night at midnight. So when you go to playingwithmedia.com, you click ebook and you're going to click add to cart. You're not going to go to Amazon because I don't have a discount code to do it on Amazon. But if you click add to cart, there's a place for the code and you can put Meetup OKC and then it will update. The, you'll update the cart and it will go to zero and then you can download it um, through midnight tomorrow night. Thank you. Yes, thank you all for coming.
2: Yes, you may. If they're working on these, how, how long does it, is it like an infinite length of time in the book creator that
0: their books will hold there while they're working on this? Let's say you've
2: got a, we were to purchase a small cart and the kids from several classes were, you know, utilizing the same iPad. Right. Will have book creators hold their books for an infinite length of time so that...
0: Yeah, the thing is, somebody could get in there and delete it, or they could, you know, mess it up, or whatever. This is why when we're doing iPads in schools on a cart, you know, we gotta make some adjustments, because the iPad's really not designed with that in mind. Like with computers now, you can log out and log in right. as a different user. Can't do that on the iPad. So, the books will not be deleted, but anybody who uses that iPad, you can know, change can it change it or alter it. So that's just a management thing about trying to, you know, Encourage the kids to be respectful of others' work. You and could
2: say that you can't go back in and re-edit it.
0: No, yes, you can. You can, um, and there is a way with the new, the newer version where you can also combine the books. I hadn't done the hyperlink and I hadn't combined the books, but uh, you can But you have, you can't be in iBooks. So sometimes when people are in iBooks and wait a minute, I can't edit this. Well, in iBooks you can't edit. It is a consume only, read only program. The um, way to edit it is you've got to be in Book Creator in order to edit it.
2: So, you've got when you're in Book Creator, how do you pull up the books from the past?
0: So, there's a couple ways. If it's, and and this is a way also if you're not using the same iPad. Um, When you're on books, like I can scroll through and go to any of these past books that have been made, okay? Because they're just, they're here on the device. In the new version that Dustin had, Uh, There is a way to open up a book um, from somewhere else. And what I would recommend is, is like Dropbox. Okay, so you could have students if they have their own Dropbox account, you know, save their book into Dropbox and then they could open it in Book Creator on whatever iPad they have. And then save it. It's like using it as a flash drive.
2: Okay. So but they but could, the, they could save what they've worked on so far and put it in Dropbox. Yeah.
0: They could. Or they could save it in, into into um, Edmodo or somewhere else. The easiest and best solution is probably going to be for the same kids to check out the same iPad, you know, and not worry about because if they have a lot of media in it, it's a larger file and it's just easier to work on it um, on the same iPad.
2: Okay. there's
0: not an automatic sync from here and it would as long as you don't change the file name it would replace whatever you have in dropbox i think it just automatically does that and it keeps track of how many versions you've done it might save the older versions but i don't i don't think so i've never done that to go back and say oh i need to go back two versions or something
2: size of you create, you create a book. the file size get compressed down or anything, or pretty much free to that you draw at
0: it. This particular program, I don't think compresses it at all. If you use Apple Pages, it does have an option to compress, and it'll take your uh, pictures and make those smaller. Um, there's a really good book that an author named Liz Castro has written about creating eBooks. I think actually I may have this one on my page. If I don't, I'll add it. Um, her name is Liz Castro. So if we say Liz Castro, uh, oh, there it is, EPUB. So her website is elizabethcastro.com, and her book is called Straight to the Point, and it's all, all about writing ebooks. She actually, and I wanted, I have not read this one, read aloud EPUB books for iBooks. So how to create books that would have the words, you know, and highlight the words as they're read to you. But this is the, the book that I use. This was a mini guide she sells for $5 called audio and video in EPUB. And that told me exactly the settings to use in QuickTime that would be most compatible. And so on the laptop for the 17 videos in my book, I saved them using her instructions. And so it's a balance between quality and um, not, not ballooning the size of your ebook. One of the things that you can do, and I, I haven't mentioned this here, but Apple has a book, has a free app, and it's actually software, and it's called iBooks Creator. iBooks Creator only works on the uh, Apple platform, and, oh, sorry, it's called iBooks Author. And it was a bit controversial when they came out with it because they said you can only publish books you make with our device on our store if you want to make money. So, um, that, this is software that you can use um, to create. And one of the, one of the things, oh, maybe we'll look at this real quick.
2: This
0: play.
3: With the new iBooks Author app, everyone from publishing houses to individual writers can use the power of the Mac to create and distribute professional, multi-touch iBooks quickly and easily. You can make just about any kind of book with iBooks Author. Start with one of the beautiful Apple Design templates. They help your book look great right away. And it's simple to customize your own templates, too. You can type directly into your book, or just drag and drop text from any pages or Word document. The layout automatically expands and adds new pages to fit all your copy, and formats it to match your template. You don't have to do anything. And you can quickly choose different styles and customize them however you'd like. When you want to add other elements to your book, it's as easy as dragging and dropping files from your desktop. Drop in a photo for the cover. Or you can even add an intro movie. Your text flows smoothly around the graphics on your pages and instantly updates as you move them. Your books really come alive when you add dynamic, multi-touch elements to help expand your story. We call them widgets. For example, to make a photo gallery, just add the gallery widget. Then drag and drop your images onto it. You can add titles and captions, and they're instantly formatted to your template. You can include separate captions for each image too. Add other widgets to your book to include interactive objects, full screen video, complete keynote animations, and dynamic 3D images. There's even an HTML widget that can use web-based data, so examples in your book are always up-to-date. You can use the chapter review widget to create review sections in your book that are perfect for textbooks. These hands-on study guides let readers test their knowledge right in the chapter. While you're working, you can preview your book on iPad at any time. And everything works just like the finished book. You can also preview your book in Portrait View, where text becomes the focus. And all of your interactive widgets are displayed as thumbnails on the left. When you're ready to publish your book, you can export it in a variety of formats right from here. You can also submit it to the iBook Store, or even share it on iTunes U. Ah.
0: If I go back to that...
3: You can also submit what? to the iBook Store or even share it on iTunes U. Come on, stop. iBooks author makes it possible for anyone to create an issue before gorgeous interactive books made just for iPad.
0: What I wanted to show there was you can't export to EPUB with that, but, um, you know, that, that's taking things to another level, and the reason I connected with that with your question was you can now embed video from YouTube, And so this is something that I'm looking at for my book, because instead of having this 200 megabyte book, you know, I could have more video in it. uh, But I have to decide what do I want to include in the book that people don't have to be connected to the Internet. But then what could they go out to YouTube, you know, in order to see. But those are widgets that you can put in. And there's, uh, you know, code that they have that they provide and other people have written to that let you do that kind of stuff. So it really opens up a huge arena of possibilities um, one of the challenges is, of course, time for teachers and, you know, the textbook companies have done some digital text. But, you know, I'd love to see us as teachers create more and share more as far as content, um, because there's such, there's such a revolution here in terms of what we can do with not just text, right? I mean, this is media, this is animations, this is, this is a lot. And being able to bring in stuff, you know, from the web and all that. I, I haven't gotten that fancy yet. Um, but what we've done today with, with Book Creator, you know, I, I think is a revolution. Just being able to have the audio that you put in and you being able to do it right now. You being able to go to, you know, a child or grandchild, you know, not having to be the gatekeeper of it. Not saying, okay, you guys record and then I'll put it together on the laptop. No, you can hand it to them and, and they can do that and create, and being able to create together. Um, I think that's so exciting. Other comments or questions um, about?
2: On book creator, just a So, adding in audio and adding in any of the, the voice and stuff. That's available only iOS devices. Am I understanding
0: that right? I think that is correct. Okay. Um, the one I have, and I just learned about this recently. There's a, a tool. This is Google Chrome, and these are the Chrome yeah. gadgets or whatever that I have. There's this um, one called Redium, and. Um, Keep in mind, this is an ebook that was not created in Book Creator. It was created in Pages. But this this is showing how I can read an, uh, an enhanced ebook that has audio.
1: Grace, why didn't you
0: tell me? Within the web page, okay. And this is called Readium. And actually, Liz Castro is the one who tweeted me about that because I was I asked that question. I you know the only people who can get this are people with iPads. Um, Let me, uh, I haven't actually tried to open a book creator. I don't think a book creator app is going to, or a book creator book is going to open here. I think Book Creator is only opening on iBooks for Apple stuff. But if you use another tool like Pages that makes a EPUB formatted, if it, if it corresponds to the EPUB specification, that's why we have standards and specifications so that devi- multiple devices can you know, read. And so I think iBooks Author is an exciting thing, but it's not an accessible tool. It's just you know going to be on Apple devices. So um, EPUB is, is is the format, and Readium is one place. The other one I mentioned where to get you could get those nine dollar. ISBN numbers on ePub bud on ePub bud again this was when the one that we created with um, pages if i say snowflake gets lost we went ahead and published it here and on the web you can say read in the browser huh interesting and that's blocked at the library um you you can uh, you can read this in the in the web browser, but Readium is a. I, I was really excited to see that because there's a web page. You could have a Chromebook, you could have an Android tablet, and if you are, are re- using Readium, then you should be able to, to read it. So, hopefully, hopefully we're going to see. I have not seen a a uh, an Android device that or an Android app like Book Creator. I, if you learn of one, I'd love to to learn about it. We don't even we don't have the Android. Devices at our house at this point. We just have you know, iOS devices. But there's lots and lots of them. And, you know, who's going to win the great battle between Google and, and Apple? You know, nobody knows. I mean, hopefully there's not going to be a single winner. We're going to still have a marketplace. There's not going to be one that's going to be dominant. Um, but, you know, accessibility is important. So, um, you know, this isn't the only kind of media that I'd encourage people to do. There's slideshows that you can make. There's, you know, narrate there websites like AudioBoo that work on android and on mac and you can take a picture and narrate it and then it's it, you can access it on any device okay we're a little bit elitist with this and we've been cognizant of that at school because when kids make this oh mom i want to show you this well guess what if you don't have an iPad or an iPhone, you can't see that. So providing devices in the library in some of our schools, you can, the kids can check those out, you know, use them and see them. And then also just thinking about, okay, how am I going to share this? Is this the only way we're going to share this? Is this an accessible way to share this? Apple would love it if everything we do you know, is in their universe. But I think um, it's, a, you know, it's short-sighted of us to, to just say, well, you have to have an Apple device to read my book. So. That's why you can get it in a bunch of, of versions. And, and it's a little bit somewhat like DVD, you know, when we hit before Blu-ray, what was the other version? Uh, maybe HD, HD DVD or something like that. You know, and that kind of sorted itself out. Now Blu-ray is the standard. I don't think e-books are going to do that because Amazon is too big, Google is too big, and Apple is too big. Um, and so um, EPUB is, is a format that in a lot of cases can be read by multiple devices, but... I'm, I'm going to see. I, I have not yet opened up an ebook in Readium that that iBooks that Book Creator has made. Um, if I was going to bet money, I bet it's not going to work. Um, so, so those we, are the trade-offs.
2: Covered, um, the creator to create a book builder.
0: Yes. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because I we've got about 20 minutes here. So let me let me show you let me show you that one and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about it because the reason why I wanted to. Explore that one is well I guess I have to add a here. a little more
2: powerful to
0: Great, great segue, and I appreciate you uh, taking us here because I have done the majority of my iPad based book creating with book creator, uh, largely because it, was the only one that I had found and, you know, tweeting people and being connected with other folks who are trying this, it's the only one that I had found and heard about that would let us record audio. There's other ones that will let you create a book but not put your voice with it. So, Creative Book Builder is the other app and it is available for both the iPad and the, um, the iPod Touch and the iPhone. So, um, but... This process, what, what I'm about to do here, is a lot more like using Pages. It's kind of an assembly process where you're going to want to have text and have audio, probably, and have uh, images, and you assemble it in this program. You could compose, but it's probably going to be better to assemble it, just like you got your pictures and everything. So I'm going to hit plus to add a new book, and I'm going to call it um, our eBook Meetup. And um, any of this text, if I would already you know, have that <clears throat> written somewhere else, I could, I could copy and paste it and put it in. Now I'm ready to start bringing stuff into my book. And so I'm going to go ahead and click the import button. And this is where I've got a lot more flexibility as far as taking stuff from other places. So I can directly import an EPUB from somewhere else um, and bring it in. So I'm going to... Well, well, maybe I'll try that first. No, I'm not. I'll just go ahead and click the plus. Um, I'm going to put in... Intro, And so this is a section of my book. And now I have elements that I can add inside this chapter. So, for instance, I might want to add a picture. So I'm going to go ahead and say add an element. And my choices are, do I want to add text, media, a file or miscellaneous? So this isn't a program I'm using with first graders. (laughs) Okay, this is this is something that's going to have a lot more choices and be a lot more complex. But. Wow. Look at how many more choices um, I have. I can even add Quizlet. Quizlet is a free, prog- a free website that lets me set, do you know, any kind of quizzes for any kind of course or anything that I want, like flashcards. And I can actually bring in um, a Quizlet. I'm going to have to authorize my Quizlet account, um, but then I can, I can import that kind of dynamic web content. Pretty much the only thing I've done so far with this is I've just done pictures and pictures and text and audio. So let me let me demonstrate that. I'm going to um, first go ahead and bring in a title. So um, let's we'll say meet, meet us. Um, I can choose right here my font and my size. It's already going to be sizing it a little bit larger since it's a title. OK, so there's meet us. and I'll go ahead and have that in there first. Um, I'm going to hit my plus again to bring in another element. This time I'll bring in some media and I can bring in an image or video. Um, I'm going to allow access to my pictures. So now I have access to to my photos. And there's a picture that I took. And so I can go ahead and bring that picture in. And now I'm going to add some text to this. So I'll add a paragraph. And... I'm going to actually cheat a little bit here and go to our meetup, and I'm going to just copy some text instead of typing it. I'm going to click copy. So now I'll hold my finger down. Ah, come on, is it not? Yeah, there we go. And I'm going to paste that text in. So, again, that's kind of how this is more of an assembly process. I probably don't want to sit here and compose my text in here, but I can powerfully package it together, you know, with this with this app. OK, so I've got one chapter right now in my ebook. Um, if I go ahead and click preview, it's going to show me what that looks like. So there's chapter one. Meet us. There's a picture. And there's there's my text. Um, it's going to give me the options of publishing it as a PDF or an EPUB. The thing about a PDF, it's not gonna include rich media. So if I put in a video, if I put in um, an audio file, it's not gonna show up there, but it will for the, for the EPUB. Um, and then if I wanna add additional chapters, I'm gonna um, repeat that process. So um, I think this book creator, I mean, there are so many more choices about what you can bring in and, uh, you know, how you'll how you'll format that. Um, I'm excited by those possibilities. But this is not the pick it up and tomorrow with your you know, child or grandchild, you know, make a book. Um, however, we can do audio in here. Let me show that so I can go ahead and say media. If I had recorded the audio already, I could import it, but I can also record it now. So I say audio recording. Hi, this is Wes, and I'd like to welcome you to our ebook that is about creating multimedia ebooks. And we're going to use some ideas that were shared on January 18, 2012. So go ahead and stop. Hi, this is Wes, and I'd like to welcome you to our ebook that is about. Okay, so there it is. And I'll go ahead and close that. And now that audio recording is inside my book right there. So that looks a little bit more like the Meet Snowflake book that we made with pages. And to clarify, you know, Pages is a software program that runs on the Mac. It's a $100 program. It's part of iWork. People usually get Pages along with Keynote. So that's what I use to write my first book. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think of this based off of what you've seen as far as the, the options here? This is called Creative Book Builder and it's the second one on our website um, the meetup site Um, I've got two links and the first one was book creator and then the second one was creative book builder yeah it's got a it's got a lot more choices I'm thrilled that book creator has added a hyperlink because that by itself is is gigantic because it means that you can now connect that to a lot more but you know if you want to step up to professional ebook creating, Adobe has the the book the program InDesign, which I have not purchased, but that would be like that's the pro level. Okay, I would see this program as fitting in between, you know, Book Creator. Um, it's actually a little bit more like iBook off like um, like iBooks Author, you know, because it's just got you know widgets and you know HTML and. You know, being able to uh, bring in a YouTube video—I mean, that's that's awesome to be able to bring in that and to have the code where that'll work. In fact, um, let me just do that real quick, and then we'll we'll publish one and see what that looks like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh huh. So create ebook, publish uh-huh. to ebook, add a shoes and
2: embed and things like that because it's in the container
0: in for a YouTube video it would. But if we're going to so you
2: have to pull it down and embed it as a file versus
0: Yeah, you'd have to and then that would be a copyright issue. Like it it needs would need to be I don't really want this video. It would need to be a video that you've got the right to do. So in order to Okay. I'm going to go ahead and click the share link here on this video. I'm going to say email because what I what I want is I want to get the email address to this YouTube video. So here's the email address of this YouTube video. In fact, I'm going to delete stuff it has after the ampersand. Okay, so I'm going to copy that address. And now I'm going to put this here into Book Creator. So I'm going to paste the. URL for my video, finds the video, puts it in there, go ahead and save it. And so now, instead of just previewing this as an EPUB, I'm going to go ahead and click my publish button. Do you want to add cover art? No, I'm going to skip it. And what are my choices? I can generate a 3.0 version or a 2.0 version of an EPUB. And I'll do three. I don't even know what this does. Okay, and I'm going to start processing it. So it actually completed it. It's been created. And now what do I want to do? This is the same thing that book creator said is what other app do you want to send it to? Do you want to email it to somebody? Do you want to send it to Dropbox? I'm just going to open this in iBooks. And I honestly just need to spend more time playing with this because the only thing I have done with this so far was I put before today I put text images and I recorded and learned we could do that. So this is the first time I've ever put in um, a YouTube video. That's whoa, okay, and it bounces me out. Well, that's interesting, huh? So it didn't it didn't actually play inside the book. What it did was it took a picture of it and made a hyperlink so that it went over there to. To YouTube. In my book, playing with media, the the videos are actually embedded inside the book. So, here's the book. If we go down, for instance, to the section on video, okay, that's an image. When we go to this example narrated slideshow and we click play this this will just play right within the book
1: this is RJ at the beach so that's on is that you
0: no this is inside the book this is a file
1: this is a bird it, we had a hard time getting these pictures because the birds kept on when they were away from us and these are some of the bird footprints. these are some footprints around that people have made by walking around
0: ok so Anyway, it's some of the stuff that comes up with content and, and again, file size, you know, I've run into some challenges as people have downloaded my book, uh, man, it's 200 megabytes. So, you know, if several people are doing that at once. It pulls it all down. But the benefit, again, is when you actually have the video as part of your book, you don't have to download it. I'll play this fast. This will be one of the last things. This is very cute.
1: I'm Rachel, and I like to talk to you about art. Art is one of the things that I like to do, being creativity, and using your brain, and sharing. See, at my school, only fifth graders have art teachers and get to do art and get the experience. So I feel that first graders should be allowed. Art is one of the things that I like to do. Here's one of the drawings that I did when I was young, and even I still like to do art. Even when I was six, I And it's all ages, it was all still the same. I think that using your brain and creativity is a good thing. That the first graders should be allowed to do art. Because it's a feeling that you can do it and using your brain and just doing what you're telling to do inside. So I think you should go on and keep moving and keep trying and getting it right.
0: I love that video. So, you know, there's a lot there. Um... I formatted those videos based on Liz Castro's $5 dollars ebook that said, in QuickTime, set set these settings, you know, and they were very specific about what to do. So, there's all kinds of possibilities. Um, the reason why we did book creator and not this, not, it can be very intimidating. In fact, the two easiest things to do in any technology session are, number one, scare people, and number two, overwhelm people, because generally, we've already come in with both of those feelings, you know, and and so... Yes, there's all kinds of possibilities. But my encouragement to you is don't be overwhelmed. OK, and I think creative book builder is a little bit more on the overwhelming side than book creator is. So start with book creator. Take some pictures when you have a trip coming up or maybe one that you did or maybe the holiday. Maybe you took, you know, holiday pictures. Get some of those pictures out. One last thing that I did want to mention, because Kurt had asked about this, is there is a great app that will let you send pictures between devices and it's called Photosync. So what I can do with Photosync is I can send pictures from my laptop right here to my iPad and vice versa, or we can send pictures. So if Kurt's taking pictures on his iPad, he can send them to me wirelessly. And this is a $3 app. It's called Photosync, and it's well worth the money. I've played with a whole bunch of different apps for, um, you know, trying to to do that. And so um, I even use it when my wife at, at our uh, church for the nursery wants to show a YouTube video to the kids rather than rely on the Internet. We'll just download it temporarily, and I use Photosync to send that right to her iPad, and she can play it off the iPad, not having to be connected to the Internet. Technically speaking, we're doing that you know, on a limited basis. It's fair use. you know, In terms of use of YouTube, prohibit you from downloading anything at all. Is that
2: different to like, photo uh, from roll?
0: Photo roll, yep. Puts it right in the photo roll. You
3: hmm? can something
0: to someone else. can send videos and audio. So my, my closing idea for you is, please, please, um, number one, be encouraged to make an ebook book with, with a child, okay, or just for yourself, all right? You don't have to get with the child, but go play with this, make one, show it to somebody else. And then my second encouragement would be to um, share this meetup idea, because I've tried to do different things just in local. I end up traveling around and doing stuff, but I really want to share this stuff locally. And I think there's so much. We don't do a good job in school of creativity, you know. We just don't tend. We tend we're very standardized, but teachers can't. You know, and parents can. And we can encourage kids to make stuff and to create things. And there's just tremendous positive potential for these tools to be used in in all sorts of ways. So um, be in touch with me. You've got my uh, card with uh, email and and Twitter. Um, Share. The next session is going to be about Scratch next month. And then we're going to do puppet videos in in March. There's sock puppets and there's um, uh, what's the other puppet one? Um, puppet pals and so those are just awesome fun apps that um, you know you don't have to be on the screen and your kids don't have to be on the screen you can make some very compelling creative things and then publish them right to video and share so that's what we'll do in march that is it okay so it is two dollars yeah that's what it looks like right and i probably have that on our page too so i think so i think it's the best one i've not found a better one that lets you beam you know media back and forth Okay, well thank you all so much for coming and I'll be glad to answer more questions if anybody else has some.
2: Thanks a lot. That was yeah. Fun. Okay. I well good. I would really be interested in uh, learning more about self publishing
0: because I suspect that's doing. Good, good. Here well maybe I'll get my rejection. Okay. Well, um, well, I'll be happy to share. Like, the link that, that we have has, uh, you know, different blog posts and different resources. But maybe I'll do that one in April um, you know, as that, a when session. I think
2: about it, I'd almost rather do it on Amazon because uh, having this on demand, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to have 10,000 copies in my data.
0: No, and see, vanity
2: publishing, and a lot of people.